What's up, you guys? And welcome to The Megan Marie Show. It is Monday, and I am Megan Marie, sipping on my coconut sparkling water today. So grab your drink, whether it's your coffee, your tea, your wine, whatever makes you happy, and let's get started. So how's your day going, you guys? I'm so excited that you're here. And again, first and foremost, to each and every single one of you that listened to the trailer and my other podcast, thank you. Seriously, thank you, thank you, thank you. It means the world to me. This is a new venture in my life that I've been wanting to do so badly, and I'm so happy I'm getting it started. And again, I know it's not perfect, but who is? And I had to just start somewhere. So if you guys haven't listened to the first podcast, please do yourself a favor, pause right now and go back and play the first one. It's only a quick 14 minutes, a quick introduction, and it would mean the worlds to me. If you guys like what you hear, also, please, please follow, tap on the follow button, follow me. I'm going to try to have these uh, podcasts Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and I'm going to mix it up a little bit. Um, I'll get into that here in a moment. But again, follow if you like them. And also, if you like them that much and it inspired you, please share them. If you know it could help somebody else, please, please, it would mean the world to me. Share me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you got. And oh my gosh, again, my heart is just full of so much love for you guys. But another big thing, guys, if there's something you want me to elaborate more on something more specific you want deets on, something else you would like to talk about, please let me know. I would love to know because as I was telling you, I would personally, my vision for this is to break it down to Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mondays, I would really like to talk about my company, you know, kind of give you guys some sales tactics here and there, the hiring process, uh, how to look for your insurance, just really tips and tricks and tidbits on that that world that I'm in, because that's number one in my life when it comes to my daily hours that I invest in and my clients. But the other big passion in my life is my health and my fitness, and that's going to be on Wednesdays. I've had so many of you send me so much love because you have seen my weight loss. I think I'm officially down altogether. 50, my math is bad. I'm actually calculating. Sorry. 50, 60, 70, 80. Yep, 80 pounds. Wow. Wow. Now that I'm like sitting here thinking of it, that's incredible. And I'm actually looking, I have a motivation wall. <laughs> There's a motivation wall here in my office I'm looking at, and I have count down the pounds. And every five pounds, once I tap on that number, get on the scales and actually get to physically see that number, I get to mark it off. And my next goal would be the next one down. And I can see it. I can't believe it. 80 pounds. Woo! Yeah, it's been a journey, but I am so blessed um, and so thankful I've been able to make it happen. And not only lose it, but keep the weight off. So because of that, I know I've shared some of that information and I've even made a keto journal for several of you. Um, I would like to start sharing those tidbits on Wednesdays. So 
that's going to be that schedule. And then on Fridays, I kind of just want to have some real talk, just some a comedic hour. You guys can get to know me a little bit better. Um, and again, just like a Q&A session and a mixture of whatever we need. But with that said, um, guys, any input would be highly appreciated. Again, I, I have to do this again, but thank you so much to each and every single one of you who have supported me through this journey and encouraged me to make this happen. It's It's been a long time coming. Um, I I have the hardest time accepting sometimes that I really can be great at something. And, you know, <laughs> it just means the world to me that I have a, an amazing circle that pushes me and makes me open my eyes from time to time. So that's a big tip for today too. If you guys are unmotivated... If you're not happy where you are, then change it. And sometimes that change might include who you're around or what you're looking at on social media. And that's a perfect example. You know, I know it's Monday, but I'm sorry. I love Mondays. (laughs) Mondays to me are a new day, a new week, a new opportunity, a fresh new look on the entire day in your life to start something new or start something over. If it wasn't the way you wanted, if you made a mistake, you can start over, over anything and everything, relationships, life, hobbies, whatever the case may be. I just love Mondays. And another reason is because if you, (laughs) well, this is what I do. The first thing I actually do Monday mornings is look at my social media because it's so inspirational on Monday mornings. Everybody on Instagram, Pinterest, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook are motivating and have they these positive memes going around. And that's what I guess I'm saying is if you are constantly seeing negativity or if you're seeing things that aren't making you smile or laugh, if you're listening to things that aren't, you know, motivating you to want to be better or do better, then change who you're around. Change what you're watching you know, start following people that actually put a smile on your face, whether it's, you know, health related, work related, just comedy in general, just you guys have got to enjoy the moment and the pleasure of what it's like to smile. It took me a long time. And I would laugh at people who would tell me that but smiling is so healthy for you. And you should be able to do it every single day, especially at the very beginning of your day. And another thing that might help you with that, it took me a while to make this happen because again, in the beginning, people would tell me I needed to do it and I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. But I would say that and then I never did it. And then when I started doing it and making it a habit, it has helped me tremendously. And that's saying you're great. You guys have got to be grateful for something every day. And it's really not that hard. But every morning, not only on Monday mornings, I wake up, I look at social media because it's usually pretty positive and I find something that's going to make me smile, but I always say 10 things that make me grateful. I don't care if it's as simple as you saying how grateful you are that you just woke up, period, and you're breathing, or if you're even grateful that you were able to have a bagel 
with cream cheese rather than asking for help for breakfast, say 10 greats. Okay? It's really not that hard. You can be grateful for the people that are in your life. You can be grateful that you have a roof over your head or that you were able to just see other people over the weekend. Anything that you can be grateful for. I mean, heck, there was one time when I first started, I'm not lying to you. It was hard for me because my eyes weren't open just yet, but I was grateful for having underwear because let me tell you something, that is a grateful thing to have, but (laughs) that's just me. And if only you guys were there for that day. Um, Yeah, I went to a spin class and wore these leggings that were super thin and let's just say that left a mark and I've never gone to spin class without an extra pair of underwear in my life. So we can talk more about that on the fitness days. But with that said, you guys get where I'm going. Be grateful every single morning. There's always something you can be grateful about. And oh my gosh, just yes, you guys can be thankful for things as well. And what's even better when you guys start doing that and make a habit of it Start telling someone every day, especially on a Monday, write them a letter, tell someone how thankful you are that they are in your life. Because let me tell you something, we are in a whole different world where there is so much negativity around us. And when you just actually tell someone, send them a text out of the random and open up your heart and tell them how thankful you are for them and what they've done to you, wow. It is an incredible, incredible feeling. So I make that a habit of mine uh, every Monday to reach out. And you guys should too. So anyways, um, with that, let's move on a little bit. What did I want to talk about today? Oh, yeah. I wanted to really dive deep a little bit more into niche marketing. Um, But keep in mind, guys, like I said, there is so much to talk about. Uh, Some of you are still kind of like, okay, what are you doing? Why are you talking about niche marketing? Uh, Why do you do what you do? Like there, I can understand, I can take so many different paths to this. But again, I'm in this whole learning world right now. So you guys can just go with the flow with me and enjoy and take it as we can. But niche marketing... I love niche marketing and it kind of also, again, goes back to what I told you guys a little bit ago. I mean, have you ever honestly, like, let's just sit down right now, sit down and close your eyes and think back to when you first started your job that you're at right now. Okay. And look at where you are now. Did you ever really feel like you would be further at this point? Like, really think about that for a second. I had that moment when I was in my business for, let's say, I think it was my third year. Yeah, my third year, but officially my second year. Because when I first started the industry, I had a really rough start. Um, There was a lot that happened to me, and I'm not kidding you. I was actually living out of my car. I was too embarrassed to tell a few of my friends that I had nowhere to live, and so I was playing it off as then, oh, hey, I had a little too much to drink, or they're busy. Is it okay if I just crash here? I was couch surfing. I'm not lying. 
And it was just because I was mortified. And I was also on the hunt for finding somewhere at the same time that was steady, but it was just a really rough path. I had too many things happen all at once, and we'll get into that later. But I really started kicking in my my um, working journal, my working journey, um, a good six to eight months after I signed up with this business. And I worked my butt off, but I just felt like I kept giving and giving and not getting anything in return. I was literally in my car crying every day to this guy that was a trainer. He was actually my sales school trainer. And I was calling him every day. And I feel for this man. I swear to you, if we can, just God send him so many positive vibes right now. <laughs> because he would, call, I would call him every day crying and just wondering, I'm doing all this work. Why am I, why is it not working for me? I'm doing what you're telling me. Why is no one buying? I was just so stressed out. And I felt like I was spending more money than what I was, you know, getting in return. I felt like I was promised this opportunity of a lifetime and nothing was happening. And this poor man, every single day, these conversations, must I remind you, were I think minimum an hour and here he is listening to me cry and vent and I'm not his daughter I'm not his best friend I'm a no like just a nobody that just joined the company and he had the patience to do that and which is remarkable so you know who you are if you're out there and you're hearing this from all over my heart still to this day thank you but again i I struggled so bad, but all I could do was keep going every single day. And finally it was, uh, let's see, eight months. Yeah. No, it was a year later, a year, a full year later. I, I just remember I was in my car again. That was just my, my office at that time. That was where I was comfortable to meditate. That's where I was comfortable to cry. That's where I did calls. That was everything. That was my home, was my car. It was where I could listen to music to calm myself. It's where I ate. It's where I did my makeup, the best lighting. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm not going to lie to you. I even put pillows in the back seat. So yeah, my car was everything to me at that time. But I was there and I'm not a quitter. If anything, I will bug the crap out of anyone and everyone possible to figure out what I'm doing wrong before I quit. Because to me, if you can do it and if it's been done before, then it's obviously possible. I just want to know if you can do it, why can't I? I have the same moving body parts that you do. I have a brain just like you do. I have a voice like you do and hands. Like if you can do this, why can't I? I just want to know what do you have to do? Just tell me what needs to be done. What did you do? Educate me and I will go do it. But if you just tell me like, oh, yeah, you can make thousands of dollars here every day. Okay, cool. But how? I mean, just think of, think of children, you know, infants. If you tell them you can walk, well, it doesn't work that way. You have to show them first like how to sit up. You have to show them how to keep themselves sitting up. Well, then you got to show them how to put their hands on the ground to push themselves to lean up more, to stand. 
Well, then you got to show them how to keep their balance. Then you have to show them how to even maybe crawl every time they fall, how to crawl forward and get themselves back up. Hold their hands and then show them how to take one step at a time, not jump with two, two feet at a time. It's one step at a time. And then when they start walking, you get to show them how to run. That's all I needed. I needed an idea, a step-by-step system, and just educated how is this done. So I called the CEO of the company. This is how far I was willing to go at this moment. I called the CEO of the company bawling my eyes out. And yeah, this is mortifying to many, but I was at my tipping point. I was ready to declare it. And I was so, excuse me, but pissed. I am not the type of person to want to just jump job to job to job. I was promised an opportunity and I know that I'm not stupid. And I did everything possible, but I'm missing something. And I was so frustrated because I was getting, I felt like I was getting nowhere and I just knew something was missing. And I called him and my question to him was like, just please tell me, have you ever quit? And he just started laughing and I was actually offended. I was like, did you seriously just laugh? I'm crying to you right now. This isn't funny. And he was like, I've quit so many times. But that's the beauty of it because when you're at rock bottom, what's the, where can you go from there? There's only one place and that's up. And that's the perfect place to show your strength. And he told me that and he started to make me see a little bit of the light and he educated me a little bit more of these train mores and oh my gosh, it was just incredible. But Again, I embarrassed the living daylights out of myself. I was bawling to the CEO. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'll never forget that story ever. That was, that was incredible that he even answered the phone call. But yeah, it was just <laughs> reaching out, guys, is a big, big deal. If you feel like you're just in a rut, if you feel like you're not going anywhere, you have to understand that there is always an opportunity for you to grow. But you have to reach out. You have to reach out and let someone know or ask questions because none of us know what you're looking for, or what you need until you ask. And so that's what I had done. And I took one day at a time. And then before you knew it, I just, I hit the pavement. I started working my schedule like he um, told me and what I learned from this train more. I started talking to 30 people every day. Um, Yeah, talk about the business of rejection. Never in my life did I think I would enjoy the business of rejection or being told no. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. I loved being able to provide a policy to people, but sometimes when I got told no, that was such a relief because it was the people who were, I'll think about it. I'll get back to you. Oh, those drive me insane. And they drove me up the wall because they would get my hopes up, but they were trying to be nice. And I'm like, no, you're making me think that I can put you on the schedule and actually come back and see you later. But then when I try to do that and you decided, oh no, this isn't for me. Or then you just ghost me or don't answer anything. Like you're wasting my time. 
So whenever I actually heard someone say no, if they weren't signing up, let me tell you something. Those are either the top or the second most favorite people I have ever met when it come to when it comes to the sales process. So, um, yeah, I just I hit the pavement. I was seeing thirty people every single day. I was cold calling for that fact. I just went to a town where nobody knew me whatsoever, and I knew the product was worth it because I had gone through something so horrific. And oh my gosh, I just, I knew in my heart and after seeing the testimonies of people that this product really did work, I was just presenting it wrong the whole time. And I didn't have the belief in it in the very beginning. I was too focused on money instead of, you know, focusing on people. So I started selling these policies one at a time. And then I started realizing that I just wasn't comfortable talking and selling to everybody. I also felt very very unorganized because I wasn't going to live in this town my whole life. I was going to eventually grow and move somewhere. But all in all, I had to learn how to find my dot. Once I learned and really got my belief in my product, I got more belief in myself first and foremost, I really understood what I was doing. I had to narrow down my dot. So as you guys narrow down your dot, you have to always, always understand the whole purpose behind what you do is to serve and take care of others. If your sole purpose is to just make money, then you're not going to make it too long. I mean, we're just, I just have to be honest here. Money is great and money is definitely in this industry and there is a lot of it to be made. But if that is your sole purpose, you have to understand the dollar bill only goes so far. So your key purpose has to be genuinely wanting to help other people. It might not happen immediately, but oh, trust me, it will take place. So... When I, I'll never forget either. I think the house that truly did it was this couple. They weren't eligible, but it was a grown man who looked at me and, in all honesty, said, I seriously wish you would have been here just two years ago. Um, I, and I was, I was felt awkward. I'm sorry, but I didn't know this couple and I'm looking at him and he's being completely raw and honest with me. And he's tearing up in front of a stranger with his wife next to him, holding her hand. And he's telling me that he had gotten diagnosed and it wasn't looking good. And he was doing everything he could. He was having treatments, but he was disqualified from the cancer product. And I'm listening to this man's story and hearing everything he's going through uh, treatment-wise, but also financially. And then I it, it clicked. It's like the light bulb went off. I'm like, oh my God. So if he actually did have this policy or if I would have just seen him two years ago, we would have been, you know, giving him all this money and he wouldn't be losing, you know, all these these cars that he had. He had this beautiful home and he was already telling me that he had to make adjustments to that. 
he was about ready to go through a, a serious change and he couldn't support his family like he used to. And if he would have had this policy, he wouldn't have been going through all of that. And it really just hit me deep, deep inside. And I was like, wow. And all I need to do is just go out there and tell people who I am and what I do. I just, I didn't sign him up that day. He did give me a list of names to go talk to his family. And needless to say, only one of his kids ended up signing up because they didn't know who I was. But I'll never forget him and his wife's hug. (laughs) He just looked at me and he was like, you didn't have to sit here and listen to this whole story, but you did. And it means a lot to me that all you did was listen to me. And it just, it hit me so hard that I do, I do an incredible thing, an, an incredible thing for people. And I needed to make sure I was out there telling people what I do. <laughs> and so anyways, I took that list of names and surprisingly, the one child that signed up was an officer and one thing led to another. I got more referrals. I went to a few other officers. And as I was also working other businesses and talking to even my closest friends, I had realized I'm just much more comfortable talking to a male-dominated household or male-dominated industry. So remember, at the beginning of this podcast, I told you guys when I was younger, I've always had like a little bit of a tomboy in me. And that's important when you're trying to narrow your dot. So if you're taking notes, I'm sorry that I've digressed a little bit here, but I feel like a lot of this is important. When you guys are trying to find your niche market, you have to find your dot. And that requires a lot of soul searching on who you are. And so if you can, take out a pen and paper right now and make like a bullseye looking, um, bullseye looking target there. The first big outer ring has to be, what do you enjoy doing? Okay. Do you enjoy art? Perfect. So then the second ring on the inside, do you like looking at art? Do you like painting art? Do you like drawing do you like showing art? What, what about art do you like? Painting? Okay. Well, let's narrow that down again. Make another inner circle. Do you like using watercolors? Do you like using, uh, you know, different types of paint? What kind of paint do you like using? I'm sorry, you can hear my dog in the background. <laughs> then make another one. Who do you like painting with? Is it you know, children? Is it teenagers? Is it your friends? Is it, you know, drinking with older people, having drinking with you, like water, those, what do you call those places? The uh, painting sessions, you guys know what I'm talking about, that you can have a drink when you color? Or do you like talking to a bunch of, you know, other females, a bunch of other males? Narrow that group down. So ultimately, when you pinpoint it down, let's say you like talking to newbies who don't know how to paint. You like to teach 
new teenagers or kids how to paint watercolor art. Do you see what I just did there? I narrowed it down. So like with me, I liked doing sales. That was my big circle. I liked doing sales with a male-dominated household or male-dominated industry. I more specifically loved talking to families that have children. And I more specifically loved being able to help provide them accident intensive care hospital policies because they were either planning for new babies or their kids were always active in sports. Like I started narrowing it down more and more. What do I enjoy doing? Where do I like to, you know, do my sales? Do I like selling in Texas? Do I like selling in Indiana? Do I, where do I want to live? Where's my atmosphere? You guys have so many opportunities to narrow down your dot if you catch my drift here. And that's what I was doing. As I started the business, I was narrowing down my dot. And the more comfortable I was, the better at my career that I got. Which after I spoke to that gentleman, I found out I still, I absolutely love what I do. That solidified that I love my company and what I do because I was going to be able to help them with that. I seen the light of what I do. But then I spoke to his son, I spoke to his friends, I spoke to several other businesses, and I realized I was taking care of a few hotel chains that were also male-dominated, and then I was also taking care of a few uh, car drivers around that location, and then a few bar, a few bars. Again, these were male-dominated industries, but then when I narrowed it down even more, the people that I were talking to that I really enjoyed having conversation with and really lit up were the ones that had children. So then I narrowed it down to, okay, these hotel chains, these these guys are like family-owned businesses. But then I also loved speaking with my law enforcement and the firefighters. And then when I got down more, I felt more organized when I could help a lot of their other brothers and sisters from other departments because they were always hanging around. And then a lot of them were still family planning. They were younger or they already had children. Some of the hotel chains were also just younger kids, like not kids, but younger adults who are still just busy with work life, but they didn't have children. And so we didn't have as much conversation that I did when I had the families that have children. So do you guys see what I'm doing here? I narrowed down my dot to find who was I comfortable with having rapport with? Who was I happy on talking to? Who was also someone that I felt like I was, you know, being able to serve and help with? And that's how I was able to find my niche market. I found out that I loved providing to law enforcement and I loved helping several firefighters and I still do to this day, even though I have a much bigger market you know, time went by and I just focused on my niche market and it helped me progress so far with my sales. But it was also because sometimes when you have so many people at once, at least for me, it was overwhelming. But when I could focus on just one entity, it was easier for me to coordinate and schedule because I'm telling you, as business started growing for me, people were calling left and right. People were literally scheduling with me. And then I started doing nonprofits. I started joining 
uh, some of these events. And I, I was having the time of my life. I was donating back all of my bonus money. I just, I became a part of that lifestyle. I became a part of that group. And I just, I, I was in heaven. I loved what I did. I was around several people that I loved and business just flew. And it's because I was so passionate about who I was with and what I did. And that's important if you guys want to be able to succeed in business is you have to be passionate with what you do. If you aren't passionate about something that you're doing, then it's just going to be an everyday event where you clock in and clock out and you're only going to go so far. So needless to say, it was a success for me. I became a record breaker of the company, which I am happy to say I am no longer. I am retired. (laughs) Uh, We had an amazing female surpass that just the other day, uh, actually this last week, and by a lot. So I'm super proud of her. And I honestly am sending her so many hugs right now because that is awesome. I know what it takes to make that happen, and it's a lot. So that is super exciting. But either way, guys, that's how I narrowed down my dot when it came to business sales. I know that was a lot of explanation. I hope it made sense for you. And again, please write me if you have any more questions or something else that I can dive deeper in. But again, that's just something that's going to help you in whatever you're doing is to narrow down your dot. Now, today, uh, times have changed. Every few years, I mean, that, that string went on for me for... I want to say, yeah, it was five, six years. But, you know, a lot of times have changed. And now my arms are opened further because I, oh my gosh, I have the capability of, you know, revamping my schedule and seeing whoever I want to see. And I've, I've blown up to where I needed to delegate help. And so I've hired people to go see a few of my departments. And it's just a blessing because I'm able to go out and see other families that I've also learned to grow to talk to. I didn't realize how much I loved speaking with small business owners and nonprofits. I mean, if you guys seen my Facebook recently, I was Santa's little helper. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. I was helping with Borderland 100 here in El Paso and listening to these kids' wishes, hearing their dreams that they want for Christmas. Oh my gosh, it was a beautiful experience. I had so much fun. Thank you guys again, Borderland 100, for letting me do that. But again, it was just, I've been, I have been able to broaden my horizon and find out other small dots that I like to focus on. I like to focus on families with children because kids have my heart. I'm literally, I feel like one of the greatest aunts that you can have at this rate because I'm constantly acting like I'm one of the kids because I love it. I love being around children and they make my heart happy. So Again, guys, I think that's a big tip for today is how to narrow down your dot. What inspires you? Just narrow it down with your framework and define it. And don't be afraid to share your story. Again, the reason why I loved talking to these families is because I was able to share my story on what I could do to help them so that way they weren't in a bind and in such a hole that I was put in because of the mess that happened to me. So remember, your mess is your message to others. And people can relate with you a lot better. So don't be afraid to share your messy story because it very much could be an inspiration and a valuable message to somebody else that needed to hear it. Now, with that said, 
<laughs> my heart is with you guys. I know that you can do this. I know that you can make it happen. Whether you're in sales for the food industry, whether you're in the insurance business, whether you're in sales for you know building your own business, find your dot. Narrow it down a little bit more so that right now, if you're kind of going through a little bit of a rut or if you're going through a little bit of a hard time or a slump, maybe that might just be what you need is to narrow down your dot and focus on who do you enjoy being around? Who is your atmosphere full of right now? What does your circle look like? Is it a bunch of negative people? Is it a bunch of you know toxic information getting thrown your way? If so, let's change it up. You know, and a lot of people say this happens whenever people go to rehab. You've heard it. They tell them in order to get healthier, you have to change your environment. In order to grow and get better, you have to change your old ways. And part of that is your company. Yes, it can be hard, but change is hard and it's possible. And change is a great thing. Change is an incredible thing. You just have to be open-minded and willing to be that change for yourself. Not for everybody else, but for you. And when you open up your arms and embrace that feeling, oh my gosh, so many things will happen for you. I mean, it definitely happened for me. I went from living out of my car to having my own two-bedroom luxury style apartment buying two brand new cars before the age of 30. I've got my own dog, which I spoil and treat better than any human being. So many things have happened for me and my debt has pretty much all been paid off. It's just, again, I opened up my arms and I embraced that change. I changed my environment. And you guys, this isn't a one-time thing. Like I told you earlier, Every few years, sometimes every few months, you might have to just do that until you find you're happy. You are in full control of your happy. And if you want that, then be open-minded and willing to make a few changes. And it's as simple as starting with following a podcast, changing a few friends on your Instagram or your Facebook or even just saying your gratefuls every morning. It is that simple. So I know this podcast was a little bit longer. However, I hope it was full of information. I know I digressed a little bit on a few things. But again, guys, please send me your comments. I would love to get some feedback on something else that I can do better at, especially with this being my very first one in regards to, again, Motivation Monday. Um, With that, I love you guys. I know I keep saying with that. (laughs) I told you on the last podcast, it's a habit. It's just my nerves are coming out. Um, But I love you guys so much. I truly mean it. And I love you all to the moon and back. So guys, have a happy Monday. Please follow, please share, and keep drinking your water. Stay hydrated. Bye, guys.